Your choice is simple. Join us and live in peace or pursue your present course and face obliteration. And welcome to Skeptics and Believers, a paranormal podcast. My name's Mike and I'm the host of said podcast. Thank you for downloading it. What I'd like to do is just give you a bit of an introduction into um, who we are and what we do. We're just four friends, really, who get together and talk about paranormal and strange occult stuff and conspiracy theories. Now, this first episode is specifically about black-eyed kids or black-eyed people. To give you a little bit of background, this was actually recorded way back in 2013. Now, if a pandemic's taught me anything, it's that it's been a good time for reinvigorating a love for doing something that I used to really enjoy doing. It's been a while since we did Skeptics and Believers. It's been there, it's gone away, and I've decided it's going to come back. So what I'm going to be doing over the coming weeks and months is I'm going to be rejuvenating old episodes that we've recorded into 20-30 minute episodes on a specific subject matter. And then after that, what we'll do when we've rinsed that dry is uh, myself and the team are going to get together and we're going to start recording some new podcasts for your oral pleasure, oral being in the ear sense not the other sense. But yeah, it's myself, my friends, Matt, Lisa, and the other Matt, uh, also known as Eddie in some of these earlier ones. And we uh, we like to get together and, and just ramble about this kind of stuff. It's a kind of light-hearted look into the world of paranormal. We don't take ourselves too seriously. And neither should you. If you uh, obviously forgive the like rough editing and stuff of this, these are taken from recordings done like seven years ago so um, it might be a bit rough in places but please do sit back and enjoy our first episode which is on black-eyed kids like to talk about phenomena known as black-eyed people or black-eyed kids. This wasn't something I was aware of until about 10 months ago when listening to another paranormal podcast. By the looks of things it is quite a recent phenomenon or something that that, that only recently seems to have been reported on. Yeah. Because I I had a look at the link you sent me despite the fact that I originally thought this was about Fergie and Will I Am uh, or, or child abuse under the name Black Eyed Kids, it turns out it is an actual thing that people claim to have seen. I mean, the Black Eyed Peas, I do believe in, I've seen them on the television. Uh, but Black well, Eyed People... Is, no, this isn't people. the Black Eyed Peas, Black Eyed People. Um, now, the phenomena, as, as you said, it's quite recent. It was uh, first reported in 1998 
by a journalist called Brian Bethel. And he reported two boys had approached him while he was sitting in his car and he described both boys as being olive-skinned and quite menacing. He said that they'd asked him for a ride home, explaining they were both on their way to the movies, but had forgotten to take money with them. Bit odd. Mm. Bit of a weird thing, you think? At this point, he said that he was overwhelmed by the fight-or-flight response, but at the same time had a strange compulsion to actually let them into the vehicle, but resisted the urge to do so. And the boys became more agitated at the fact that he was refusing to let them get in the car and they would just kept saying to him you know let's get in your car let's get in your car he was like no i don't think i don't think i should i should let you um at which point they both became more agitated and quite threatening towards him it was at this point that he claims to notice that their eyes were coal black as he described it and we're not just talking about the the you know the pupils and the um What's the bit called? Iris. The iris, that's it. Um, the, the whole eye, even the whites of the eye, were, were, were coal black. Coal or um, cold? Coal. Oh. And um, said that he, he suddenly and momentarily was paralysed with fear. Um, and that the boys, or whatever they were, realising that they weren't going to be allowed into the car, became even more aggressive and even more demanding. And he just felt really threatened by them. So... He locked his doors and he drove off. That is actually really quite scary. Well, it's just, I mean, that's just that, that was the first reported story of these black-eyed kids. It is quite creepy, and I, I I think it's a good story. It's the kind of thing that would make a good episode of the X Files or you know or, or whatever it might be. It's um, <clears throat> it's one of those things that may or may not be true that he was asked to give these two kids a lift home and that they looked as though they had, you know, yeah. big black eyes. You, you know, you do see people, quite possibly, especially people of an olive skin persuasion, who would have very dark irises, as well as having black pupils. And it may well have looked to him as though they took up the whole of their eyes. Possibly. You know, they, they could very well be a, a legitimate explanation as to why they looked like that. And when we're talking about you know, the potential of some sort of, like, genetic abnormality. I mean, that, that certainly, I would have thought, would be possible. With regards to what you're saying, Geddy, um, I, don't, I don't think I've ever heard of a genetic abnormality where the whole eye was black. The whole eye is a little bit strange, but I recently had a, a, a test done at, um, at a hospital. Glycoma. And they, they put some drops in and they actually paralyse your, your iris. So you end up with just all your pupil. That's not obviously the whites of your eyes, but that's everything else. The problem with that is it makes you hypersensitive to light because it's in effect you're walking around sort Full of dilated all is the, the word, yeah, Dil- fully dilated. Yeah, with all the light coming in, and that was particularly unpleasant. And I can imagine that if you were two young olive-skinned brothers who had had such a procedure done at the local hospital, you want to go to the cinema, you, don't you? You really? might be agitated. <laughs> yeah. True. True. And need a lift home. Why would you want to go to the cinema, though? And why would you both have a glycoma on the same, same it's, time? Because it's dark and you want entertainment. True. Why didn't they just tell him that they'd been for a glycoma test? Anyway, another story of black-eyed beings concerns a marine at Camp Lejuan. And this allegedly happened in November 2009. And it was a weekend when uh, most of the marines were on leave. And he was alone in his dorm. And he heard a knock on his door. 
Assuming it was one of his fellow Marines who'd come back, he opened the door to find a couple of these black-eyed kids stood in the hallway. Um, and his first instinct was to slam the door shut and lock it, but something was stopping him from doing that. And this is the incident described in his own words. I couldn't take my eyes off their pitch-black eyes. It was like they were sucking me in. I felt horrible and was suddenly frightened for my life, like I needed to take cover. They just stared at me with those goddamn eyes. I took a quick look up and down the walkway to see if any other Marines were out, but there was nobody in sight. I turned back to the kids, who I noticed had taken a step forward towards me. I got the feeling like I was being hunted, like these kids were predators and out for their next meal or something. Instinct gave way to reason, I decided to listen to that voice and shut the door and locked it. You know, apparently later on, one of his uh, fellow marines came and these kids had gone and no one had seen them on the, on the base. But somehow they'd got onto the base and they got up to the, the quarters. And uh, I mean, even if you're having some sort of mental episode, it's really specific kids black eyes and this this overwhelming feeling like actually they're overpowering your your will but on the other hand had this marine read that story uh, that mike's already read out to us and maybe that was something that he was aware of this might have been a, a, a hallucination it might have been a dream no one knows what these black eyed kids are reports seem to suggest that they materialize out of thin air and there's little evidence to suggest where they've come from the theories across the internet list them as being vampires, alien-human hybrids, lost souls or demons. I mean, what the other thing that I think is quite interesting in the, in the more recent case, one that you just told us about, is that surely any sort of American military installation of any sort would have CCTV cameras up the yin-yang. I mean, I imagine they would be absolutely everywhere. Yeah. So it'd be interesting to see whether or not anything... You know, exactly recorded. Yeah. yeah, any of these sort of kids popping up. Yeah, sure, surely if a Marine on the base, he's, you know, he's not going to be entirely alone, I, he would have gone somewhere and said, there were two kids on the base. We need to check this out. There, yeah, there would have, must, surely there would have been, been some kind of investigation somewhere. into mm. it. It's, even it's, if it's interesting because it's, I, think, I think the story gains more weight if you then do have pictures of these kids. I think yeah, it's or, really... Or multiple eyewitnesses of a scene. Yeah, I, th- I have to say, I mean, it, really, it gives me the willies. I don't like it. Were they, were they ma- both mailed the first story you read out and were they mailed on this letter? Um, does it, he didn't, does it didn't say, but I'm guessing so. It'd be Other interesting if they were Hispanic that, as well. But the the um, you know the ones that the Marines saw mm. maybe they got lost on the way to the cinema. <laughs> <laughs> Some horrible sod wouldn't give them a lift. Exactly. So they've gone to the army base. It's got loads of trucks, cool trucks. Eleven years later, it's a long they, walk. They got really lost. Yeah, yeah. And they didn't age. Well, of course, well, the other the other option and opinion is that they're nothing more than an urban myth and a hoax perpetuated by the internet. You see, I, I, I lean on the side of it being the second one, but I like the story. I like the story. You know, it, it sounds like something from The Ring or uh, yeah. Dark Water or something like that. It's very much, you know, in, in, in Japanese horror movies, mm. which I think, you know, the West have been seeing since about the mid-90s, around the time of that first story, you've got a lot of, let's say, olive-skinned children uh, with black eyes. True. True. Chasing people around and uh, scaring the bejesus out of them. I think a lot of these things. I think if you, if you were to probably take the same sort of investigative stance that, say, a detective would, and actually sort of follow a lot of them up and do a lot of the fact, you know, do a lot mm. of fact finding, you could probably dispel a lot of them. And um, I mean, from my own experience, local journalists 
are normally always inaccurate. The information that they provide, you know, is always way out. They tend to sort of doctor things, you know, for a good story because at the end of the day, that's what sells a paper. Well, I think the other thing with the uh, whole Black Eyed Kids thing is the phenomenon of aliens, the most popular alien, the grey, which for most people listening to this will be aware of them, but for anyone who's not... Normally described as being like a three foot tall being with a large almond shaped head, but these really big almond shaped black eyes. Yeah. Now, when I was a, when I was a kid, a book called Communion by an author called Whitley Strieber was released. Now, for anyone who's a, who's aware of this book, it was made into a film starring Christopher Walken. But on the front cover of the book is a picture of a grey, a painting, and even to this day. It creeps me out. It really mm. creeps me out. Mm. A, f- a funny story linked to that is that apparently uh, Mike's dad has got uh, like a, a grey head toy oh, or ornament or, uh, or it's, money it's a money it's a, it's a money jar. It's a okay. green, it's a green headed <laughs> alien with big black eyes, and my bedroom door opens opposite the stairs coming up the stairs and the landing window. And when my dad first got this, the way he let me know that he got it was at night, he opened the curtains and left the head looking directly <laughs> at my door. So when I opened the door to go to the toilet, I quite literally nearly went to the toilet where I stood. No, I, I, I think that's brilliant. I think that's exactly what dads should do for their kids. <laughs> they, they should find out their fears and prey on them. So that was episode one of Skeptics and Believers about black-eyed kids. Um, Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed it, then please do stick around for what's to come over the next few weeks and months. I'm hoping to release an episode every week, but it might be every couple of weeks. So please subscribe. Keep an eye out on things like Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, social media. We'll be starting all the pages up again, and there should be a website coming soon as well. So once again, thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed it and uh, keep your eyes to the skies. Oh, that was cringy. This podcast has been brought to you by Obsidian Shark Productions. The music featured in this podcast can be found at freemusicarchive.org and is used under the Creative Commons license. More details can be found on our website. Music